Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, powered by our friends over at betonline.ag. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Qualia, here with Marvizan and Mike Molyneux. Once again, the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. And as you know, if you're probably watching this by now, the Patriots lost to the Cowboys. And honestly, that part's not really unexpected. We talked about this last week. We talked a lot about how the Patriots' defense might not be able to keep up with the Dallas Cowboys' offense, considering they made Davis Mills look like Peyton Manning. And honestly, like that was, I want to say, kind of the case. The thing that I thought was going to be the biggest problem was that two-headed monster running back for for the Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Well, turns out it was actually Dak Prescott who actually looked like Peyton Manning out there against the Patriots defense on Sunday. So, guys, we're going to talk about this game, obviously, top to bottom. Uh, We don't really need to talk about next week. It's the Jets. But at this point, I'm not going to say I'm not confident they're going to beat the Jets. But I'm concerned, as we all should be. We We should all be concerned about this Patriots team going forward for the rest of the year, especially with the fact, and I realized this when we were watching the the Dolphins-Jaguars game. The Jaguars beat the Dolphins. First win since week one, 2020. Week one. Remember, the Jaguars last year started out 1-0. Lost every other game. Haven't won since until this past week they beat the Miami Dolphins, who have one win. You know who that one wins against? Mm. Your New England Patriots. So the season's not going hot. It's not going great. You had a chance to even it up against a really good team. Uh, and you didn't, you blew it. Your defense blew it. Didn't look great. So, guys, let's get into it. What are your overall takeaways, your thoughts, your initial thoughts on this Patriots loss to the Cowboys? Let me get the score, 35-29. to uh, Marvin, let's start with you. What are your thoughts? Air it out. This Patriots team is just, it's a season of what could have been. What could have been if they just did this or if they just did that? That's what this season is starting to become. And – the reason we're having these questions, honestly, you know, a lot of a lot of people want to blame the defense and a lot of people want to talk about the offense. And special teams look great either, getting blocked punts every week now. I'm going to bring it to coaching. I think the coaching has been bad all year round. I'm not even – you guys know how I feel about Josh McDaniels. But Bill Belichick deserves some blame as well. The The coaching has been poor through six weeks of this team. And that's the reason why you've lost these games has been due to 
boneheaded decisions. If we wanted to stick to last last week against um the, the Dallas Cowboys, you you're facing a high powered offense that has any, at any point at any point they there's opportunities when you are fourth and three, fourth and two at the fifty yard line, and you just give them the ball. What do you expect the outcome is going to be? Your defense, your defense eventually is going to give up points. The Patriots have been way too conservative for a year, and they showed it last week against the Dallas Cowboys, and that's why you lost this game because you're being way too conservative and you're giving a high-powered offense multiple chances to score points, and that's the name of the game right there. I think Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels have been poor this whole season. Well, you know, you, you bring up the fourth downs, and – Guys, I'm starting to question whether or not the Patriots, the Patriot way, like like play wise. I'm wondering if that's being left behind by the league. It it sure seems like it because you're talking about these fourth down plays. I'm sure you, everybody's noticed this by now. A ton of teams in the league are going for it on fourth down. The Patriots seem to not ever want to do that, and it comes right down to not being aggressive at the end of the half. Look. Yeah. It's been a couple of years, even the last year of Tom Brady, if I remember correctly, but you get that ball back in the end of the half. If I'm wrong, correct me, but 90 seconds about 90, left? 90 seconds, 90 seconds. And Mac, Mac was seven for seven at that point. No attempt, none. No attempt to get down the field and try to tack on points. And Marv, like you said, against a high-powered offense, you're going to have to get as many points as you need, as you can, if you're going to beat this team. And you left points on the board there. It's, it was it's bad. They're not being aggressive. And Mike, I'll throw it over to you in one second, but I, I'm going to lose my mind if I watch Josh McDaniels take the running back and just shove it down the throat of the defense one more time. Overtime, second down, second and five. Your first run, great, five yards. Your second play of overtime. We're, let's be honest, you felt like they needed to score the touchdown if they're going to win that game because at yeah. that point it felt like the defense was not going to stop the Cowboys' offense. You needed that touchdown. And then on the next play, you run it back up the middle to get, what, two yards with your rookie quarterback who you clearly – I don't want to say that you don't trust him, but you're not trusting him enough to be aggressive. So why would you trust him to be aggressive at that point? I think you should be more aggressive with him. But it's coming to the point where it's just frustrating watching this play calling over and over just – Run it up the middle. Run it up the middle. Run it up the middle. I mean, what are we doing? Are we trying to win football games? <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Everything you guys are saying is is so true, and I agree fully, wholeheartedly, 100%. Um, the play calling is questionable. You know, you could talk about how the offensive line has been piss poor. Some of the hits Mac Jones took in that game against the Cowboys. That one. I was not sure if he was going to get back up because the way that the way those Dallas defenders popped him, I thought Mac Jones might be out for a little bit, but you know, he's able to get back up and, and stay in the game and whatnot. But you could talk about the defense. I've been, I've been talking about the defense for weeks and weeks now and just this defense, especially the secondary, they're just not that good. And I mean, Patriots have been, it's kind of weird to say fortunate, to still be in some of these games, like we've yet to see the Patriots get blown out by a team. I mean, most people thought they 
probably get blown out by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That didn't happen. This game against the Cowboys could have possibly been a blowout too, knowing that Dallas has one of the most high-powered offenses. And yet, Dallas didn't put up a crazy amount of points. But just watching this Patriots defense and the secondary, the guys up front, again, like you said in the beginning of the show, Nick, you have Dak Prescott back there looking like Peyton Manning, just dissecting the secondary. No pressure is being put on um, the quarterback at all, which happened the previous week uh, against Houston. The Patriots lacked a consistent pass rush. The secondary is nothing to be afraid of. You know, just look at the last play in overtime. That one Dallas the game. That was a prime example of what kind of secondary the Patriots are putting out there. Um, but one thing that you guys definitely said that I have to agree was the fact that it continues to look like the Patriots have the shackles on Mac Jones and they're just not giving him a chance to rock and really get a chance to do his thing. And I think I started saying this on the last uh, episode of Roundtable that we did. I know maybe coming into the season, you would have you would have thought that the Patriots are a more run first team, you know, give it to Mac second and let Mac do his thing, especially adding all the pieces um, that they did over the course of the offseason in terms of weapons and tight ends and receivers, you still, you know, came out of the, you know, preseason and whatnot, knowing that you're having a rookie quarterback, but you believed in Damian Harris. You believed in James White. And then you had um, Stevenson. You believe that these guys can be a huge part of the offense. I think it's to the point now where the run game has to really take a back burner. And no disrespect to Damian Harris. I know he's had a couple issues with fumbles and whatnot. You're still trying to see if you can trust Stevenson, even though he had a pretty solid game against Dallas. You're still trying to see if you can trust him consistently. I don't think J.J. Taylor was anywhere to be found against Dallas. They still continue to give Brandon Bolden opportunities. I don't know why, and I think it's a head-scratcher for a lot of people. But I think the run game really needs to take a back burner and it just needs to be more Mac Jones dropping back in the pocket and, and and making throws down the field. And like Marv said, he was seven for seven at one point. He's shown that he can be a pretty accurate quarterback. He can get the ball where it needs to be. And I mean, obviously, it's up to the receivers making a play and holding on to the ball and making catches. Um, but I just think more and more as the season progresses, especially knowing who you have, um, uh, who the personnel is on offense, Unfortunately, the offensive line is very bad right now, but it's just going to get to a point where they need Mac to be pushing about 40 attempts a game. It's going to get to that point. It's probably at that point now. The the thing with that, and I'm I'm pissed up, obviously, about how conservative the Patriots have been and not letting Mac roll. Do you guys think that the reason they're not letting Mac really, you know, throw the ball every possession or, you know, 30-plus attempts is due to the poor offensive line? Because if he, if we're being realistic and he does throw the ball 40 times, Mac might not leave the game safe. The line the <laughs> yeah. line is bad. It's very bad. Yeah, it's it's sad. And, and I you mean, have to protect him and run the ball because Mac will get pummeled. Well, the, the offensive line yesterday looked good in the run game. Like, like overall, the run game went. Had a really a pretty good day yesterday. A really good day. Damian Harris finished with a hundred and do 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 one hundred and one yards, eighteen carries, five point six average, one touchdown. But they're gonna kill this man. 
I mean, only 18 carries. It's not a crazy amount, but he was hurt last week. He ended up limping off the field yesterday, but he came back into the game. You have to – if you're going to be a successful offense, you have to establish the run. You have to keep them guessing. So this what they're doing with the run game, I've got no problem with. But I want them to open up Mac Jones a little bit more. Yeah. He's the most – in college, before I say this, before anybody comes after me, college, the NFL, totally different ballparks. We've seen so many quarterbacks have crazy success in the NFL, obviously. Then, I mean, the college, then come to the NFL and stink. Be out of the league in a year or two. I don't think that's going to be the case with Mac. That's not what I'm saying. But we've seen Mac. Mac was the most accurate passer in college football history. We've seen him already have success in the NFL. It's been dinks. It's been dunks. But he's a rookie. And they're going to let him open it up. But I, it's if, if you want a shot at the playoffs this year, honestly, like this is where I'm at with this team. If you want a shot at the playoffs this year, you have to start letting Mac open it up. But, <laughs> again, you're in overtime. You hit Aguilar in the hands. Told you all about that signing. You hit him, and he dropped it. Told you all about Nelson Aguilar, man. That 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 signing never made sense to me. And now it's like, how many catches does he have for the, in the season? Not a lot. I have him on a fantasy team. He doesn't do anything. He was supposed to be their deep threat option. He's he's no type of option. He's he's not he's not a great wide receiver, especially for no. this team. It didn't make sense. His signing till this day makes no sense, and he hasn't proven us wrong. It made no sense. I'm not I'm not screwing that up, right? That drop was that overtime? That was overtime. No, 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 no. no it wasn't overtime. No, it was. I can't remember. I don't I don't believe it was in overtime. Okay, I'm, there was a I'm crucial guessing. drop. That's all I know. It, that's it would have won, won the game though. That, okay, that's where it is. I'm backtracking my head because that doesn't make sense that it was overtime. But there was a crucial drop there from Aguilar. And the, but the whole point of this is, like, you, you want Mac to open it up. You want the Patriots to open it up. But then you got to wonder if it's not necessarily Mac. I think a good portion of it is Mac, the fact that he's a rookie quarterback. But do, does Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels really trust these receiving options at this point? Like, Kendrick Bourne yesterday, obviously a massive catch. It was like one of the most exciting plays. I was at the game, and it was that place was rocking after that catch. It was crazy. By the way, speaking of which, shout out to Cowboys fans because you would have thought you wouldn't thought that you were in Dallas, but there was I've never seen more of the opponents' fans in the stadium than I did Dallas Cowboys fans yesterday. America, like it's was, America's team. That's that's everywhere though. Cowboys, Cowboys fans travel. It was loud. When they would score, like I was, I, there was one point I was waiting in the line for the bathroom, and something happened, and I heard the stadium cheer, and everybody in the line was like, "Did, did the did Dallas do something good, or did the Patriots do something good?" Nobody knew because it was it was equally as loud whenever Dallas would do something. But regardless, you got to start letting Mac open it up because at this point, I just don't. You're not going to do anything because you don't. You can't trust this defense at this point. I can't, at least, especially the defensive backs. You're not going to win games. Unless you let Max start to open it up, and you scored twenty nine points yesterday, and that still wasn't enough. It was against a high scoring uh, offense. Uh, guys, before we keep going, though, we got to talk about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season, which is coming up in more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile or mobile website to sign up today. 
and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your sports action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so I want to talk about like a season outlook real quick. Because right now, as you sit 2-4, and four, we already talked about the terrible losses. with the Cow- and we, can, we can still talk about this Cowboys game as much as you guys have to say because we were fired up yesterday in the group chat. The first thing we said, get Josh McDaniels, man. This guy is killing me. He said, didn't he say last week that his wife was even upset with him with the play calls? Really? Yeah. She should have been in his ear when he got home yesterday. That I get. If I watch one more, run up the middle. You don't have Tom Brady anymore. He's still calling plays like he has Tom Brady. You can handle a third and six with Tom Brady. Mac Jones is a rookie quarterback. You can't handle that. You can't run it up the middle, get four yards in the first two plays, and then just expect a first down. You can't and, do that at this point. And they went away from that in the first half. The first half, the first and second downs were actually going down the field, which was beautiful to see that finally we weren't putting ourselves in third down situations. And they just went away from that in the second half. It's tough to watch. <laughs> tough to watch. Week after week, it's the same. Week after week. You know, it's when you talk about a season outlook, Nick, it's just first and foremost, the fact that the Patriots are 0-4 right now, I don't think that's ever in my lifetime, in any of our lifetimes, I don't know if that's happened at home. At all. Um and at home, yeah, at home, yeah. 0-4 at home. Um, which is very surprising to see. But I think can we still sit here and say it's early in the season? No. Can't sit here and say it's early in the season anymore. At this point, and I, I've said it over the last couple of shows, I have more faith in this offense turning it around in some way, shape, or form because I truly believe if they let Mac rock and take the shackles off of him, the offense may find a little bit more success. It's the defense that I really lack a lot of confidence in. I'm sorry. What is Hightower bringing to the table right now? I'm sorry, but the why the hell the veterans, the veterans, why the hell Van Noy come back to New England? What are we getting out of these guys? Drew Don, shout out to him. When you talk about veteran players, I think Devin McCourty, like not saying he sucks, but not saying he's doing anything amazing either. What are we getting out of Hightower? What are the Patriots getting out of Van Noy? Like, it's very confusing. Um, I have faith in this offense, possibly turning it around and Max starting to get a chance to maybe throw some more touchdowns. And I know Jacoby Myers is yet to find hand zone. Like, I think that'll happen at some point this season. But defensively, we're, I don't see a, a spark that could maybe happen with this team. I don't know. I really don't when it comes to the defense. I'm more optimistic about the, uh, um, something changing with the offense because as much as we, we, we go back and forth about what we've seen from the offense – Mac Jones has shown that he's even as a, as a rookie, twenty-two years old, he's a solid quarterback. And I think I, I uh, somebody maybe had a quote, quote from Tavon Diggs after the game yesterday, and Tavon Diggs said he believes Mac Jones is going to be a problem in this league. And I mean, I think the general consensus is Mac Jones is a good quarterback and can be a great quarterback. But the, the Patriots' defense this season is where 
there's no type of optimism for me. None. And I, I totally agree with you. I think the Patriots offense is going to get better and better, especially as the offensive line starts coming back. Once you get Trent Brown back, who just hit IR, which stinks. Yeah, it sucks because after – so Trent Brown got first uh, – got hurt in the first half of week one. And it seemed like it was going to be, like, super minor, like maybe a week or two. It was a calf injury. But then you got to think, like, what's the guy, 380 pounds? That's a lot of weight coming down on that calf. You got an injured calf, that's a lot of weight coming down on it. So it could take a while, and now he's on IR. So I think the offense is going to get better. But, you know, going to what you said, Mike, about the veterans. Dante Hightower looks slow. Kyle Van Noy, like, thanks for coming back. Uh, Devin McCourty. As, as much as I love Devin McCourty, He's killing me. He can't keep up with anybody anymore. And something that's been super discouraging is when you lost to Fon Gilmore, I was going to say, the Panthers have a cornerback who would look pretty good in a Patriots uniform right about now. Oh, they could have used him. Yeah, they, they certainly could have. And he's coming back soon. Stephon Gilmore. Like, that. it stinks that you lost him because at least when you lost him, you had that conversation. Well, J.C. Jackson looks like he can be a, a, a number one. I don't know about that anymore. He he might be a good number two, but I don't know because you're watching these. That this was a great opportunity for JC Jackson to really prove it. I, I think like, JC JC played well, honestly. I think he played the, well, but I I want more. But he's going to take over a Gilmore role. It's tough to want more when you only have one corner that plays well. That's true. <laughs> Jalen Mills was getting smacked out. There. Another guy who kind of sucks too. <laughs> and and Jalen Mills, I do I like the Jalen Mills signing because that was depth. Thinking we have Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, never, that's true. I, I never was thinking Jalen Mills would be covering CD Lamb. Never envisioned that once in my life. Yeah, which was <laughs> not a good matchup. He's not He's, a good match. Yeah, they didn't when they they when they signed him, they expected him to be behind Gilmore, behind J.C. Jackson. He's playing right now in a position where no one, I don't even know if the Patriots anticipated being put in that position because they thought he'd probably be the third option at cornerback or something. No, I'm thinking, oh, wow, Jalen Mills, that's going to be nice in the diamond nickel packages. Nope. He's uh, he's your he's your number two covering sometimes the best guy out there. And it's, it's, not, look, it's not looking good at all. Yeah, you know what? That's that's a good point. I'll, I'll backtrack there on J.C. Jackson because he's, he's very good. But, I mean, I just – when you lose a guy like Stephon Gilmore, you're going to hone in on the next guy up, which is going to be J.C. Jackson. So, you, you want to see him turn into that guy. So, yeah, I'll, I'll backtrack there because you're right. I mean, if I'm going to focus any sort of disappointment and anger, it's got to be Jalen Mills. That – that final play where he shoved C.D. Lamb out, like I kind of like the fire, but I'm also like, you got burned. Yeah, that was just him pushing the touchdown, C.D. waving in his face, him pushing. Like it just was a whole combination. This is a sorry-ass defense. That's all I thought to myself. Like I wasn't even mad at C.D. Like, oh, C.D. Lamb's disrespectful. I was like, I wasn't even like, damn, Jalen. Jalen Mills shoved him? him out. I was just like, yo. This defense is just so sorry. Just a sorry-ass defense. What a way to lose the game on a play like that. I love how C.D. Lamb responded, too. I didn't care. Like, it didn't bother me at all. He could have responded violently if he wanted to. I, like, you know, someone pushes you off right when you score. You just wave. See ya. Bye. You know, you know, you want to talk about problems. C.D. Lamb's going to be a problem. In oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's great. That dude, he's... anytime he catches the ball, 
is he's getting 10 extra yards at least he's going to be he's going to be this this if they can stay all together this Cowboys offense is going to be a problem for a while and and we can wrap it up here real quick but this is even a play that we didn't even talk about with the defense just blowing it for you you had them on third and 25 yeah third and 25 before the game tying kick you have them backed up on their 45 yard line you can't you can't let that happen you let up 24 yards on that play 24 no type of optimism that's my problem with the defense i think the defense has been okay i don't think it's been terrible my issue with the defense is they haven't been able to make the stops when need be they haven't been able to make the stops on fourth down. They haven't been able to make the stops when it's a final drive. They they just lose gas at the end, and that's my issue with the team. And and, and also, unfortunately, the Patriots aren't a team that causes a lot of turnovers. Like, I don't know yeah. if this, this stat is still intact, but, like, in terms of a team that forces fumbles, Patriots are at the bottom of the list in causing turnovers. Like, who can you think of on the Patriots – just quick thinking, like, does anybody have any fumble uh, um, recoveries? Does anybody even have any interceptions? I can't even remember a player on the team that has an interception off the top of my head. JC, JC oh. has a few. There was Duggar yesterday. Duggar, Duggar had one. Tip. But in terms of turnovers overall, like, you got a guy like Diggs on the Cowboys. <laughs> what does he have, like, seven interceptions in six games or something like that? That's the, He's going to probably win defensive player of the year. Yeah, but it's Patriots, and, and I agree, especially what you said there just now, when it comes to making the big stop, it just seems like the Patriots can never get it done. So, that, that's – I'm looking – Yeah. I'm looking here. We were just talking about the Patriots offense being conservative. Somebody posted this earlier. I forget who, so my bad. But – uh. Oh, I'll try to credit them on Twitter if I once I figure it out, but I just screenshotted it. How often teams go for it when they should 2021? Dead last, the New England Patriots. Yes, sorry. And that's and that was never in Belichick's DNA. No. This is this seems like a very anti-Bill Belichick team. Like even right down to Jacoby Myers right before the block punt. He had that first down. No review. Yeah. They just rushed a punt and got it blocked. Yeah, it's like he it's like he doesn't care. I don't know. Of course, I'm not going to <laughs> accuse Bill Belichick Bill, of not caring. Bill Belichick doesn't care. <laughs> I'm not going to accuse Bill Belichick of not caring. I know he wants to win these games. He's just not coaching as if he does. No, no, I totally – I mean, it's been – It's this is hard. I don't know how other fan bases have done this the past 20 years. This is – this is not fun. And then on top of that, we're just we're all talking about our fantasy problems too. We're watching our team lose, we're watching our fantasy teams get their ass kicked. I mean please. It's not a not a good combination. <laughs> we don't have to dive into that conversation this week. Go socks. I mean <laughs> that's, my God. that's that's a good conversation. Go Bruins. Oh, we got anything else you want to wrap it up? That was a good vent session. I feel better. Yeah. Hey man, you just you just gotta hope that maybe they can write Right to ship against the Jets, but it's the Jets. So, like, even if they beat the Jets, are you gonna feel like, oh boy, the season's turning around? Like, uh. right. And I don't like to make a lot of guarantees. I can guarantee they're not gonna throw you five interceptions again. Like, you're gonna have to actually earn this one at least. If they lose, if they lose this week's game, I mean, it's gonna be an entertaining show next week yeah. for sure. They lose this but- game. I might take a week off of round table. 
<laughs> I'm telling you guys that right now. I might take a week off from work. I won't be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I would be able to figure that out. All right, we good? Yes, sir. All set, man. All right, CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, and Mike Molino, powered by our friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, we're going to talk to you next week after the Patriots play. I'm not going to say beat. After the Patriots play the New York Jets next week, hoping to tack on a win in the win column here and get closer to 500. Again, Nick Qualley, Marvzon, and Mike Molino, guys, we're going to talk to you next week. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening.